Greetings and salutations. Welcome to another edition of Conform This. So, a couple of things I want to go and do a little bit of housekeeping. Because basically, this is what this show is all about. Housekeeping on some of the programs that I do as part of the King of Podcasts network, which of course includes the Broadcasters podcast, the Wrestling is Real podcast, and anything else that does not apply. So, that's what I'm here for. Got a few things I want to talk about. First of all, most current thing I want to bring up is John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. I'm not going to give out any spoilers. All I'm going to tell you is, you know, a franchise that does not lose love, you know what you're coming in for. <clears throat> it's it's just, it's like a freaking video game, ultra-violent, everything you could think of. And for this to come out like it does, it's, this is the, the style of action movie that we're used to seeing, where Fast and Furious is one genre, but then when you're looking at other genres, you know, one of the things I see, which I saw is coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, is Anna, another one of these, like Atomic Blonde or Columbiana, or, you know, take a pick, women kicking ass type movies. We're getting another one of those, oh, Lucy, the one like, this, like that, so we're getting that now coming up, and it's good. So these kind of movies, you know, it's stimulating the movie audience, John Wick, I didn't realize it was going to do so well, but with the way this audience has been going, it's been picking up, and for whatever it's worth, it picks up very well. Like, I'll tell you what, it's something to be said about the kind of draw that this movie gets. From what I read, it got about, what, 50 million, uh, you know, what was, I think it was like 50 million views after all, and then there's more after that. So, with all of that, it's really something special. So if you're into good action movies, this does it, and each of the three have done well, and I mean, they just don't disappoint. So Keanu Reeves, again, you know, there's not much when it comes to dialogue to it. They give a little bit of the, the little bit of humor into it, but for the most part, it's, people just go ahead and crave when these movies come back out, and then we get to watch these again. So every couple of years, we get tempted to it, we get drawn in, and when we know that the story is continued on as it does... It doesn't disappoint. So again, I give it an A based on the curve of that. This is not anything that's going to be Oscar nominee worthy, but I'll tell you, the action's great. It's this kind of action movie that just stands out that, uh, you know, they keep doing it, and it's good. That's all i got to say about that. So a couple other things that got on my mind that I was noticing that came to the headlines now. There's been a lot of op-ed pieces that are coming out for a couple of things that are going on. First, on television... One of the shows that got renewed that people got quite upset about was Bull, the Michael Weatherly story. We know you've heard about that with Elijah Diskew. And the fact that Steven Spielberg is no longer involved in the project. And that what I don't understand is, again, it's the apology train. Where Hollywood expects a mea culpa, and then in that mea culpa, they're expected to not accept the apology, but yet continue to destroy anybody that's out there that, you know, deserves to be destroyed, I guess, in their mind. Hollywood does not have any kind of second chance to anybody unless there's a particular narrative, unless it's someone of of, of a diverse gender, color, or something else. But for whatever reason, you know, they're going after white males. I don't know why, but that's what's the story. 
And that's really the agenda behind it. And and people that don't like. So Michael Weatherly, for what it's all worth, he's a traditional Hollywood actor. There, people have gone after him for a number of different things. You know, dating Jessica Alba during the show Dark Angel when he was significantly older and she was significantly younger. Elijah Dushku coming in for her run on the show Bull. And for whatever reason, she got very upset by how she was being treated on the set according to what was being said, which I understand that part, but she already got a lot of money for leaving the show, right? She sued, and she got all this money for doing next to nothing, but that's not enough. Again, I don't even know if it's Elijah Disco that's actually the one that's trying to continue to push the narrative and trying to continue to destroy Michael Weatherly. I'm not counting him as a saint. But I'm just saying, why are we going to destroy the guy's career? If you don't get him... I mean, first, it was also comments. It was not anything physical. And that's, that's what we know. And that's been confirmed on both sides. So, for words that were said, that is vilifying and that is enough to destroy somebody's career. And that's... One issue I don't understand why that's being so consumed and why everybody wants to get on board with that. And it's just piling on. And it's really the the people that are doing this are those that are just, they're not happy with themselves, happy with life. When they're miserable, their intent in life is to make others miserable. And not just miserable, but miserable to the point that they are destroyed, they are no more. That they are extinct. That they're non-existent. They're off the map. This is what they want. I don't understand why, but this is something that they feel is important to them. And this is political. This is cultural, social, and I mean, could even be feminist conformity. There's a conformity being done by Hollywood because. I mean, God forbid, any guy, if he's not neutered and not a eunuch and not soft or a soy boy, that's not basically caving in to every kind of pressure that could be possible because old Hollywood had some habits and old entertainment had some habits that you just cannot go ahead and play revisionist history to, okay? You don't want it to happen anymore, but things are being worked out to make that not happen anymore. Okay, fine. So everybody's getting scared and not wanting to do things like this. But it doesn't mean that even when things are being made to conform, right? When people start to conform because there was a certain way Hollywood was and people are not happy with it and now there's been enough allowed to be caved in, enough cowardice by corporatization by those that are allowing this to happen. And that's what they're doing. So now CBS, I saw just a particular op-ed that called it like a a sexual machine. Sexual assault machine because Les Moonves. And yeah, so Les Moonves and now Michael Weatherly. Those two are enough causes to say, okay, then CBS needs to be vilified. Because of the shows that are on, they're successful. And whatever can be done to destroy this network and destroy the shows that are on it, one by one, pick them off. Whatever kind of frailty or whatever kind of, which is interesting with the John Wick, how 
you know, you have the high table. It's almost like a narrative where the high table, they don't have all the power and, you know, they're just ruling from above, but they really, they just have some kind of an autonomy, like a Politburo. But, you know, the strength and the power comes from other places. All you're getting from these these people at this high table are just a pool. That's what's happening here. And I don't like it. It sucks. But this is something that's going to continue to happen. And as long as people decide to apologize for it, you are just giving in. It does not do you any good. Whoever thinks that this crisis management, this damage control, to go ahead and then try to put out a public face because they're worried about what the public's going to think about it. Not for nothing, but Bulls ratings did not get affected. It was still a top 10 show throughout the year. Even with this cloud of issue with Elijah Duskew, because you know what happened? Nobody knew about it. It was only the interesting rags. I don't know if anybody else really talked about it. Maybe a couple of, you know, the network shows, but that was about it. But they're not penetrating. They're not doing enough to get the word out there to make people feel like, oh, this is so bad, Michael Weatherly, so cold. And so they did that to him, and he survived. But now there's a stain on him. He gets a scarlet letter because the people that handle his show, he made a mistake. He's learning from that mistake. Bullshit. I'm not calling bullshit that he needs to, you know, realize what he did was going to get him in trouble anyway. Whether he did it or not, he did. But, okay, repercussions these days, yeah, you're going to get it now for that. And that's what it is. That's what's going to happen now. This this was allowed by people before you. And now you're stuck at a point where you're acting like this. You're acting with mea culpa. You're acting with an, 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 an apologetic feel. Trying to ask for remorse. Trying to atone for some convoluted sins. Oh, because the sins that you're being accused of are amplified as words are as damaging as actions. When that happened, when that was allowed, it changes everything. Changes the whole narrative. And that's where we are. Now, the other person, which I already went ad nauseum about two weeks ago, Howard Stern. And I don't get why Howard Stern, with doing this, the book, which I don't think is going to do that well, all right? He is taking, he's taking it all over the place now. The Howard Stern of 10, 15 years ago would have never allowed himself to go through this. I already said what I said about him. But what he's doing now is now he's allowing himself to get vilified and to get destroyed. I saw a CBS News Sunday morning piece about him, which by the way, now I know how Howard Stern is these days. Because if I saw a Howard Stern piece about him before... I would have seen it with like millions upon millions of views on YouTube. This only had like 220,000 and it was up there for a couple of days. I was to promote the book. And of course, the same questions allowed where he, in the same thing he's saying, which is basically he's been trained, he's been cajoled into what he's allowed to say about the book. So he has certain things he'll bring up about the book and he'll do that here. The interview with Robert Williams his cancer scare, all that stuff's being asked over and over. And then The View decides to go ahead and try to take him out. 
and truly put them in a spot to be destroyed. So, the fact that he used the N-word, and I don't know if Wilby Goldberg was on the set, but Wilby Goldberg was fodder in a previous Howard Stern piece where they did some kind of a pseudo-award show, and Howard Stern used the N-word six times in two minutes. And Sonny Helston was given the power, basically given the chance to act like the slave master to like freaking Kuta Kinte. And I'm not using it because of a black reference. I'm just saying I is being put now in the gallon punished. He's been put in a proverbial dungeon. Did he say what he said? Yes. Why is he not just accepting the fact that he is not going to win these people over to buy his fucking book? Okay. He's got the money he's got coming in. What does this book do for him? Why does he feel like he needs to go ahead and put himself through this? Who's putting him to go through this? That's the other question, too. He has gotten so soft. He is now so vulnerable. He is a figment of himself. He's, he's not even a shadow of his former self. I don't even know who this guy is. He's an old, frail man who is trying to, I don't know, he thinks he's trying to get to heaven with doing this now. Why does he have to feel like he needs to go ahead and, again, why, not even just atone for his sins, but why does he need to subject himself to this bullshit? Why? What good does that do him? He doesn't give, he doesn't give a shit about his fans anymore. He's already made the money off of them. He's done what he's done with them. It's obvious. A lot of people have left listening to his station and have left Sirius XM altogether because they don't listen to him anymore. It's obvious. And that's what they are. So, I mean, the fans that he had before, it doesn't matter. I mean, right now, he's just trying to save face and try to put a spin on his career for whatever reason, which I don't understand where that's coming from. But he's allowing himself to go through that. And then Sonny Houston makes him uncomfortable on national TV in front of a smaller crowd because it's not like everybody's going to be watching them, going to watch this. I think everybody knows right now in the in the major public forum. They see what's going on here. They get to read the read between the lines. Okay, so what's happening is this guy, for whatever reason, he wants to be a clown now. He wants to be hit with a pie in the face. He wants to be embarrassed as if this is going to do good for him and his career going forward. For some reason, he thinks he needs to do that. But that takes away from the character of the person that he originally was. He's trying to take it all back. He's trying to reverse course. He wasn't trying to do this 10, 15 years ago. He's doing it now at 65 years old. You know, oh, look, he's adopting cats. Okay, wonderful. All right? So the wife, I don't know, my wife is forcing him to do this. Or somebody else. I don't know. Because... If he goes to the Hamptons, if he goes some other places, he doesn't want to be castigated as an outcast. Okay, maybe that's what he's trying to do. But then he, all he's going to be now is a laughing stock, or he thinks this is going to be done because this is what he thinks he needs to do, and then he's then nothing's going to happen. Whatever he thinks this is going to get him, what he's going to be granted, some kind of grace upon the Hollywood elite, like this is going to help him, and he's going to be made good about this, and they're going to accept him in. No, they're not. Unless there's something else besides the N-word, besides some of the things he said during interviews in public, unless there's something they got on him 
and they were going to expose it. And I said, well, unless you want to get destroyed, then we're going to make you basically have to go and put yourself out there and embarrass yourself subtly. That's what you're going to have to do. So I guess he feels he needs to do that. They must have him over a hook. They must have him, you know, over the rails, and they must be spanking his ass. They must have him exposed for something. They must have him on something. This is why he's doing this. So his career and everything that he did with it, he's throwing it away. He's throwing away his legacy right now. I don't know. Maybe all the... I mean, obviously, people are going to feel like there's some karma that's supposed to be coming back on him anyway. Which, yeah, that probably would happen because of how he's been. Fine. He was a mature adult and he's responsible for the consequences of his actions. So that could be the case. But for whatever reason, he's here and he feels like, well, I got to do something here to make good of everything. I don't know. There's people that are telling him he needs to do this. And for this book, which I haven't even heard him doing anything about writing a book in a long time. But for whatever reason, he decided to put this together. And I don't know who the handlers are that are making him do this. Personally, I forget if Don Buckwall is still alive. And I don't know if Don Buckwall would allow this to happen. Or if Mel Carmazan would allow this to happen. But for whatever reason, he's not getting good, good advice. His handlers are, are treating him like shit. And now he's screwed. He's done for. And that's it for the career. After this, Howard Stern means nothing. I mean, his history, we might enjoy that. But, I mean, some of us, we're going to listen to his content from before... And we're going to say, man, this guy was so good. And then look what, look what he did to himself. He became a pussy. Because he is. He let himself get there. Somebody let him get there. Whatever reason, he is now. He has pussified himself. Wussified himself at the altar of Hollywood. At the altar of the elite. At the altar of the political. Whatever kind of elite. He's done it to himself. It's not even the same person. When this person, when it's someone like a Howard Stern, who's very vocal and always been practicing free speech, and he's said a lot of stuff in the past, when he is changing his tune, people should need to be scared. Now, we've heard a lot of things about social media and censorship and the things that are going on with that because of the voices that are out there and people just for whatever reason are getting censored. Well, this is a different kind of censorship. The fact that Howard Stern is being neutered right now, it's like he's going through, he's basically going through a character vasectomy. His manhood is being taken from him. And for whatever reason, he let himself, he let it happen. And I don't know if it's just the therapy that's done it or whatever else, but I mean, for the longest time in his career, or, or or I also have to think that maybe he just stopped fighting. He stopped bucking the system. He got tired of the pressure that was coming along with it. And he just said he just can't do it anymore. And he just wants to give up. Because fighting like that for 40 years, I can imagine that would take a toll. And maybe that's what he, what he wanted to do. From everything he was trying to go do. You know? That, I guess he just wanted to stop fighting. And he thinks this is the way to go. Well, 
I mean, some other people have been very controversial and they've done a lot of shit. And you know what? If it wasn't any criminally negligent, and that's one story, but he could have just gone and faded away. But for whatever reason, he's being publicly excommunicated. He's destroying himself. He's self-destructing in front of our eyes. And for those that subscribe to SiriusXM for him, he's self-destructing in their ears on the mornings he's on. It's sad, and that's where we are. But again, this conformity here, where talent is getting castigated, listen, not for nothing, the people getting attacked, they were going to get it. No doubt about it. So why give in to the apologies? Why give in to everything else? What happened to the whole idea of, you know what? Okay, people are not going to like me, so what? What what do you expect? You're not going to win everybody over. You never did even before all this Me Too stuff and this appropriation of, you know, having to bow down to the altar. Social justice, culture, diversity, inclusion, this conformity. The altar of conformity. They're all doing this now. And maybe they don't have the power to say, you know what, I'm not, fuck off, I'm not doing it. But they're letting themselves be done in. It's a shame. That's what I got for you right now. And I'll continue with more. Uh, for those of you that will be listening to the Wrestling Is Real podcast, or are fans of the Wrestling Is Real podcast, post show for Money the Bank tomorrow night. And look for that at kingofpodcasts.com. A couple things, you know, congratulations to JoJo and Bray Wyatt. I know they got their, uh, the baby that just came in. I don't know if I may mention about Ashley Bassaro's passing, but rest in peace, a poor young soul, taken too soon. It's a shame, but I know a lot of people will talk about that. And, you now I didn't, uh, pretty much I wanted to leave it at that. So that's where we are. I hope you guys, if you get a chance, you will check out and support the show. Of course, you can go to broadcasterspodcast.com, kingofpodcasts.com. But most importantly, on both sites, you will be able to go and see the book I'm re- re- currently reading right now, Dying for Living, uh, Confessions and Sins of a Hollywood Villain and Libertine Patriot from Patrick Kilpatrick. That book I'm finishing up right now. It's uh, Volume 1, Upbringing. And then he's got another Volume 2, which will be more about the celebrity and about his career. Looking forward to that. I'll hopefully get an update about that, and I will pass it along to all of you. But you can buy that book through Amazon. And if you want to help out yours truly with all the things that I'm doing, all this content, if you love the content I'm putting out there for you, remember, the best way to help out is, if you will, whenever you think of Amazon, think of going to my website, kingofamazon.com. Remember, where and whenever you think of Amazon, think of kingofamazon.com. Order something from Amazon. I get a commission off of it. And whatever commission I make off of whatever purchases you make, I will put back into the show. Put back into all my content to make it better. Giveaway stuff, things like that. So I hope you'll consider buying something on Amazon through kingofamazon.com to help the show out and support all the efforts I have right here and to continue my voice here and make it continue to go. So, thanks again. Do not bow down to the altar of conformity. Do not. 
You know what you tell those people? Conform this. So I'm gone. I'll talk to you next time.